Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Booth Podcast, your weekly NHL show, long-awaited return. Like always, I mean, life just gets busy. We've been busy, haven't been able to sit down and do this, but we are back, coming back at you weekly, and we're talking hockey. You know, it helps now that, you know, NFL is, why it's done congrats to the rams unfortunately um that's over with and now we got hockey in the most important stretch of the year after the all-star break football's over and now we can go we can go joining me as always you saw him on the nfl podcast last week but welcome back hicks it's been so long since you and me just shot the shit man it's been too long and you know what it's I'm, i'm so happy to be back you know, it uh, life life gets busy, and uh, shit happens, and uh, you know we you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do, right? And and you know what? Hey, we're back now. As you can back see now, yeah, we don't Hicks. If 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 you know a little inside baseball here if we do get the video uploaded to our youtube channel you can find that in the description of our socials at the booth ec instagram and twitter um i'm sure you will hicks has decorated his setup complete with all his what is that the oakland a's okay you know what I'm gonna no, stop. I, right. I, I, no, I just don't. No, 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 I, no, 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 no. I'm just. No, 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 no. No offense. I just. I've never seen the logo before. I've never. I don't know who they are. You know who they are, and you know what? I'll show you my pride and joy because I found this in like a secondhand store. Okay. Okay. Is that what the rest of the stuff? Annihilated. No. In front of all your friends. Colorado. He's he's Colorado Avalanche. Joe Sackick mini stick. That is pretty electric. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That's pretty dope. He looks like he's got a, uh, his abs pillow. Nice hat there. Hicks lean. Yeah. He's got his mini stick. Nice little miniature Jersey. He's got his avalanche Hicks Jersey Hicks. What's bottom left of my screen. Yeah. It's uh, just a sign. Just Okay. That's what I, that's what I thought it was. Nice. Hey, and then this is a coin collector. Oh, really? The piggy bank. Yeah. Hey, look at that. I'm sure you the know, two nickels inside of it are, are worth more than it. So that thing is priceless. Okay. No, you no, can't. there's no, 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 no. You can no, easily no, no. put a price on it. You can't. You can't put it's a price on it. It's nine cents. Okay. You know what? I got a set. You don't. So you got to sell us. Hey, you're just hey, jealous. No, no, no. We came back and we've upped the production game. <laughs> the production of this show is up. I'm going to put another jersey right here. Boom. Uh, not an Avalanche jersey. It's going to be oh. a different jersey. What are we going to put? I think it's going to be my old uh, junior jersey that I, that I was Ooh. able to get. I know. So I, like I think I'm going to put that up there just to kind of switch things up. I'm going to get a few other things. Once I get kind of clear out my other stuff, I'm going to get a few other things. Not yep. just Avalanche shit. That's all I had right now. So that's all I want hey, to set up. You know what? It's fitting for what we're here to talk about. And what we're here to talk about is hockey before i pass it off to you because hicks is going to be kind of running this show he is our here at the booth he is our resident hockey guy i love hockey i I do but hicks is our hockey aficionado he is our database he is our hockey correspondent so he is going to be taking the lead on this but just quick quick shout out to my captain Sidney crosby tonight tonight as of recording 500 career goals congrats sid i think he's the 46th player 45th player to do it um hey good job sid you know what more deserving than any other player in the nhl right now uh that guy we grew up with that guy right he's our he's our star him and ovi him and ovi you know you you could look back at that that rivalry rivalry they had and you know yep it Crosby was the man, you know, Crosby was the guy yep. who always came out on top. It seems like over those playoff series and everything like that. Exactly. Exactly. Carver's putting on the rings because he knows, right? Hey, you know what? The guy knows the guy deserves he it. Yep. He has five hundo now. I don't know. He's probably got, I don't even know how many points. The guy's probably got like fucking 4,000. Yeah. Like the yeah. guy's a passing. Machine. He actually, 
he doubled Gretzky's point totals, but the media doesn't want you to know it. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot that he was just, mm-hmm. you know, that bit much bigger. No, yeah. nobody's counted his assist or goals over the years. He, no one's he, ever totaled him. No, exactly. No, <laughs> but hey, Crosby, Congrats. he deserves the world. He deserves a ring since he started fucking playing. He deserves a, he's just, he's one of those guys where I understand there's a lot of people that, that don't like him and it's the same way as as you know people people like to hate great they do and mm-hmm. that's you know people hate brady they hate him they hated him people hate you know uh lebron they can't stand lebron right and people hate greatness but that's what it is and and congrats sid but with that said hicks what are we what do you want to talk about hey i steering wheel's yours i'm going to take over here right so you know, there's, there's, we've missed so much, right? We missed so much. Yeah. So I, I want to dive, you know, I'm going to dive right in to, to the, one of the big things that we've missed was the all-star game, obviously. Right. Yep. Holy shit. Is that whole thing? Just shit. I, unwatchable. I don't unwatchable. I think, I think all all-star games, except for the MLB game are unwatchable. I, I, I don't understand it. I think, yeah. So of the, of the four major sports leagues, I think they're all, the, their all-star games are all terrible. The worst by far for me is the Pro Bowl in the NFL. It is unwatchable. It is disgusting. It's impossible to watch. Oh, I yeah. think second worst is the NHL. Oh. And then I think MLB and NBA actually, it's entertaining to watch those two, and they actually have something to play for. But the NHL one, it sucks. Man, you got to play for something. That's what these leagues need to do is like the Pro Bowl. You need to play for something. Like maybe, I don't know what it is, but like play for something. Don't just play. Don't just bring these millionaires who play professional sport to come play in a all for nothing game. Because they're not going to try because no one wants to get hurt. Nobody wants to put something And why should they? Why should they? Like, I, I know in the NFL, I'm pretty sure it's a $50,000 bonus or something like that. Okay. Now $50,000 to you or me, life-changing. All right. $50,000 to a guy whose game check is, is 50 K whose, whose guaranteed money might be upwards of a hundred million dollars. He might pass on it. He might, he might not go as hard, believe it or not. Believe it or not. He might say, you know what? I don't want to tear my ACL in a participation game. Exactly. After the season. That's the big thing with the NFL one. And we'll get back to hockey is that at least, at least NHL's is in the season. Yeah. But that also has its downfalls. What if you get fucked up in the middle of the season? Post all-star breaks, the most important time in hockey. Exactly. So I, I don't, I don't understand like, I get you want to do an all-star game. Like all-star game used to be um, getting the best players in the game to come and show off their skills. Now it's about sponsor. It's yeah, that's what it all is. You, you, you bring in these athletes from every team because you have to have one from every team now and you show off your sponsors and you make money. That's all the all-star game is now. The NHL doesn't care if you show up hungover or whatever. They don't care. They don't fucking care. They just need you there. Right. And honestly, it would be more entertaining if every single one playing in the game showed up wasted. Exactly. Like, what um, do they they have to have? Is it one player from every team? Yeah, there has to be one participant. I don't know when they added that rule, but it has Which, to be one participant. That's that right there is how you know it's already bullshit. Exactly. There is. You want to tell? So how many is it? Is it eighteen a team? Eighteen skaters, two goalies a team. Yeah, it's twenty-one can be on a roster. So the top 42, let's say, right? That is not divvied out between the top 32 teams. I guarantee you there is not 10 teams with two all-stars. That's like, unbelievable. Like, think about it. Like, Miko Rantanen, who was, I think is like seventh in scoring, was not invited to the all-star game. Kadri had to get in as last man. I know that he's never been yeah. as that good, but hey, he's fourth in scoring this year with 62 points, three below the leader who's Leon Dreisaitl. Which, I mean, that's another thing, and it's another problem, not just with the NHL All-Star game, but it's based on this season. It isn't, 
it isn't a legacy award it's not a career achievement it's who is an all-star this year this year and and people confuse that and say well so and so is not an is so and so a top 42 player this year no then they they shouldn't be in and it it needs to be east versus west like it used to be i'm sick and tired of the divisions playing the divisions i get it the NHL wants to create more rivalries in the divisions, but have it East versus West. That's when the game was good. That's when they had five on five East versus West. It's going to be a common theme on this podcast. And it has been since we started way back to the SRB days. shout out, but um, you can tell when Roger Goodell gets shit on a lot. Right. And that's because he's the commissioner, but guess yep. what? The numbers just came out. This is the highest watched Super Bowl in the last decade or something like that. Okay, he's pretty good at his job. Yeah. Might be controversial. Yeah, he might make decisions that are a little, you know, fiscally. Yeah. Or they they might, you know, he might favor making money because he's really good at it. Yeah. And then on the flip side of that coin, you can tell when there's a commissioner not good at their job. And like I said, it's gonna be a common theme, but Gary Bettman is ruining hockey. I, I, I can't believe this guy actually still has a fucking job. It pisses me off to no end. Is it three lockouts that he's it's, been a part of? It's a three three lockouts. So There's one right after a year after he became commissioner in '93. I think hot start piping hot start. And then 2004, entire year of no hockey. Oh four oh five yeah. 2013 when we had half a season, and now he's he's making so many mistakes. It, it's incredible. Not sending players to the Olympics where you can showcase, he wants to make the game broader and he's not showcasing us at the Olympics in China where you would get millions of viewers who would never see hockey. He wants to grow the game by preventing them from playing in the greatest spectacle in sports. Exactly. What he does, man, so many things he does are backwards and I don't understand the reasoning behind it and the all-star game at this point, I don't honestly just name the all-stars and, and give them maybe a cash bone or something. I don't give a fuck about the game anymore. It's, it's no longer fun. It's not even like, it's just a joke. And, you know, you hear that a lot. It's like, Oh, it's a joke. It's a joke. It literally is. It's pathetic. And it's just like, you're losing fans interest in that, like grow this game that we all love because it's awesome. It is so fun. And he is absolutely pissing on the logo. So we might as well segment. We might as well segue our way into the next topic, which I think is a major topic in the NHL. And I can't believe people are taking this as a good thing. Like if I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to shit on someone here, Paul Bissonnette. I know you're you used to work for the Coyotes, man. I know that you're probably still under contract with them somehow. I don't get it. I know that's the last team you used to play for. Playing in a 5,000-person stadium for the next three to four years, how is that good for the NHL? I don't care if the Arizona Coyotes have the worst attendance. They're still getting at least 10,000 people at a game. You're, you can only guarantee 5,000 people at a game at this shithole fucking arena you're playing in. I get it's being rebuilt. It's a nice arena for a university team. That's, that's the biggest, that's the biggest asterisk is it's a nice, it's a nice arena for a university team. Do you want to know why it's a nice arena for a university team? Because it is an arena for a university team. That is unbelievable, dude. The only time that would, oh shit, sets falling, sets falling apart. heated. That's okay. Hey, there. we'll we'll improve it's it week by week here. Exactly. Um, the the only time like so typically college football stadiums are a lot bigger than NFL stadiums just because college football is huge, especially in the states. Well, in the states, um, college hockey is not big in the states. It isn't. The NHL is not not necessarily big either, but college hockey is is significantly yeah less important and yeah to treat this like a win or some unique cool innovative idea is wrong it's embarrassing and again it's embarrassing for the league this is a problem like how many 
how many of these cringy embarrassments can you handle before it's like, like, I love hockey. I've loved hockey since I was a kid. It was my first love of sport. And, you know, what draws you to a TV? The excitement, the electricity, the fans, the players. You're literally going to be missing all of those except for the players. Actually, you're going to be missing the players. Nobody's going to want to play in Arizona. They're all going to ask for trades. They're all going to want to get the fuck out of that dumpster fire because they don't want to play there. Then you're going to have to field a team of AHL players and you're going to have the worst, worst, worst team ever. It's going to be, it, it, it is setting up to be the worst team ever. It will finish. It will, it will break records for losses. It will be like lose it like less i feel like we always sometimes we forget about it like <clears throat> oh arizona's paying a money or whatever and stuff like that yeah yes getting yeah. paid a lot of millions of dollars does make things easier these guys are still the most competitive people in the world they don't want to lose i understand that looking at a three and a half million dollar check after is okay you know what i'm gonna go play golf for the summer i get that that doesn't mean that they want to go to a shithole franchise that's just going to lose because they get paid. They are still the most competitive people. And of course, they're playing this game because they're A, freakishly good at it, but also B, they love it. They love this game. Exactly. They love the game. Why would you want to go? What's the draw to go to Arizona? And especially because you said they announced it's at least three years, potentially four. Okay. So for the next three years, who is going to want to go to play in a college arena? This is the way I look at it. All right. I played hockey my entire life, right? Yep. I've dreamed of my entire life, which is dreams over now. I get that. Of playing hey, in front you of you never know. Hey, you never know. All right. You never know. Alex Hicks, is, Alex hey, Hicks is hey, available. Hey, Arizona, Arizona, Arizona. You're, you're a shithole franchise and no one's going to want to play there. We have one guy that will yeah, want to play right there. Here. Actually, I will play there. I'm, I'm shitting go, on you now. I'm shitting but, on you now, but hey, hey. He'll take you to new heights. He'll take you to new heights. Anyways, you, every single NHL player who's playing in the NHL right now was a little kid and they dreamed of playing in front of 20,000 fans at a home stadium. When they got to junior, they were playing in front of like 5,000 fans or in, in college and 5,000 fans. So you make it to the NHL. You get drafted in the 2022 NHL draft to the Arizona Coyotes, and you're getting less fans at a fucking NHL game than you were in college. Or and you, and you, show up, you show up to the game and half the people go, what the fuck? I thought I was watching my kid on the Sun Devils. Oh, I'm actually watching a Coyote. I don't want to watch these Fox. I've never heard of this college team. I'm leaving. So here, here's how I think this is going to work out. This is going to be really fucking funny. So they're going to have to have two home dressing rooms, right? So they're going to have the Arizona State University dressing room, which I'm pretty sure is already built for the Arizona State University team. So they're going to have to take a – yeah, they're going to have to take a, the next larger dressing room, which would usually be the away team, right? They're going to have yep. to take that dressing room and turn it into the Arizona Coyotes dressing room. So you're potentially going to have another smaller dressing room or two smaller dressing rooms. So if an NHL team comes to play at this shithole stadium, I'm going to keep calling it a shithole. I don't care if it's brand new. They're going to have to use two dressing rooms because it's not going to be enough room for 18 guys to get dressed. Dude, it's it's unreal. The layers and levels to this that make it worse. Okay. And like, here's the thing, the the Phoenix Coyotes were never like a stalwart, pivotal franchise, right? They were the Winnipeg Jets and they came to Phoenix and they've kind of been all right. In my opinion, and maybe this is just because the era that the golden age of hockey that we grew up in, you know, the 04 to 07 kind of, um, maybe it's just that fan in me. But ever since they switched to the Arizona Coyotes, things have just fallen off the rails. Phoenix Coyotes, it was like, they're not great, but they're not bad. They're okay. okay. You know, Shane Doan, okay, he was respected. Yeah, they had Jovanovski for a while. Okay, they had some guys. Okay. And then they're like, we're going to be the Arizona Coyotes now. Which, here's the thing. 
is that it wasn't the fact that they switched to the Arizona Coyotes. It's the fact that they were called the Phoenix Coyotes, but they played in Glendale. Yeah. Okay. They should have <laughs> never been named Phoenix. It should have been Arizona from the get-go. Or Glendale. But, or Glendale, <laughs> right? But instead they go, okay, we're actually going to fix the name. And as soon as they did that, it feels like the cosmic powers that are we can't see are like, oh, we're gonna completely destroy your your yeah. reputation. That was the, a wrong move. Yeah, oh, wrong. Bad yeah. call. Bad call. No, no. So, and, okay, and here's another thing. I'm not sure how that stadium's laid out. I could be just going off a whim here, but it, this is what I'm gonna think. When a visiting NHL team visits or an NHL team. They're going to be probably walking through the lobby with all their equipment to get to their dressing room. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, like, think about how degrading that's going to be. Like, Dude, think it's, about that. it's embarrassing. It's, it's honestly fucking embarrassing, dude. And, like, I know their, their owner came out yesterday and his quote was... Um, from Coyotes president and CEO Xavier Gutierrez. I'm gonna sorry if you're listening. Good pronunciation. I like that. Yeah. Quote: All I can say to those players who have concerns is, I understand it because they're hearing from the outside that this is a college arena and it's so small. And do these guys really have a plan? I can tell you, this is a plan. We have it, and we're willing to put our capital behind it. This is a brand new facility. This isn't putting lipstick on a pig. This is a state-of-the-art brand new facility. We're putting in over $25 million to make it to NHL standard. Okay. Now. So are you lifting the roof off and putting just uh, more stands that go vertically upwards? I don't get it. (laughs) It's, I don't know what's more embarrassing if they don't have a plan or if this is the plan. Like he says, <laughs> I would, I would literally go up there and I'd say, we have no fucking plan. We are going by the skin of our teeth. We're playing it day by day. We might be kicked out of here tomorrow. We don't know, but I assure you, this isn't our plan. But instead, this guy goes, this is our plan. Later on, he goes, quote, this is a hockey town. Is it? Cause you can't get fans in your building. <laughs> is it? Because now you have an empty hockey. Yeah, I'm not staying off. I- I'm done with it. I'm done with it. That's done with the sign. Is. Done with the sign. It's okay. Just look at everything else. Anyways. Yeah. Are you sure that's a hockey town? Because currently you have a stadium, an NHL stadium in Glendale, that's not being used by anybody, probably the NBA team. It's going to be empty for a lot of those days where you could be playing. Now imagine this. Imagine this. Okay. I'm going to throw out a little scenario for you here. And this All is right. recorded. What if the Phoenix could... Phoenix Coyotes or Arizona Coyotes. Sorry, Arizona, what if the yeah. Arizona Coyotes get kicked out of ASU because they can't pay bills. What happens next? You just said they're putting twenty five million dollars into this fucking stadium. What if they can't pay their fucking bills? <laughs> they, then they start. Out. They start selling seats. They straight up just take these chairs out and say, "Who wants one <laughs> as a souvenir?" I don't five thousand a chair. Like, it's, move it's, the team. Move the team. Move the team. Hey, do you know who would fill seats? The Quebec City Nordiques. Or Quebec Nordiques, sorry, out of Quebec City. Do you know who would fill seats? Who? Fucking Swift Current Saskatchewan would fill more seats than 5,000 in Arizona. Oh, if we're talking about places that would fill more seats, yes. But I mean, like, bring back the Nordiques. Bring back the Nordiques. Bring the Saskatchewan Wheat Kings. Bring in the Hamilton fucking Bulldogs. Bring in anybody except for the fucking Arizona Coyotes who you guys have been literally forcing to make work and it hasn't this is a deep pull but this is the last time I can remember something like this was like this isn't up your alley necessarily Davey we would we could talk but this is reminiscent of in in the WWE when they were trying to push Roman Reigns so hard down people's throats and it's like they don't want it it's you've tried everything to make this guy a star. You've tried everything to make Arizona appealing. It's not going to get there. It's not a hockey town. It's not a hockey state. It's no. the fucking desert actually. And I know what you're saying. Oh, Las Vegas. Yeah. That was the first pro sports team in Vegas. Not ever, but that was the return to Vegas was yeah. the Knights. That's why it works. It's a huge draw. Oh, and also 
they are great. Yeah, they're a good <laughs> fucking team. They're amazing. Do you know what else puts thing puts fans in seats? Winning. Yeah. Who wants to go and watch the home team get blown out six to one? Who wants to go watch a home team where you know Clayton Keller and Phil Kessel? That's the only players you know. Maybe you know Jacob Churchman. Maybe. But if you <clears> know, if you're deep in it, maybe you do. <laughs> like, bring back the Nordiques. Bring, give a team to Saskatchewan. Like, go follow un- my hashtag on Twitter. Good job, Gary. I want that hashtag to fly because I'm putting that on every tweet that I have out there. Hashtag yes. good job, Gary. At Hixie Avalanche on Twitter. Hashtag good job, Gary. Because it's not a good job. No. It's an embarrassing job. Exactly. We want, we want hockey. We want the NHL to thrive. We want oh. this sport we love to be shared by so many people and it isn't because they're almost reverse marketed. They signed a massive deal with ESPN this year for TV rights and all that stuff. And that's great. Has it helped? No, they it's, it's sad, but it's, it's, they're falling farther and farther behind every year because of the guy in charge. I'm convinced of it. Anyways, I'm just going to say this. I'm going to leave it where it is now. I feel bad for Phil Kessel. That's the only player I feel bad for. That guy, that guy has, what, two two Stanley Cups? Yeah. He's played a very long career. Mm-hmm. Iron and, Man streak for a while. Exactly. And, and he's stuck in that shithole. And I really do hope he gets out of there. I really do hope some team picks him up and allows him to play his last couple of years in a fucking arena. Not a fucking kids hockey arena. I'm sorry. I mean, just pick him up as like a third line. Don't even have him play most. Just bring him in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got so much experience. He, like, I mean, I understand the appeal of playing your last couple of years in the desert and golfing probably every day and just, you know, worth not it. worrying about the cold. Is not it worth, worth it. it? Is it worth it going 10, 70 and two? In front of 5,000 people. Probably maybe. not even 5,000. Yeah, maybe the huge maybe. <laughs> All righty. Let's get off this depressing fact. I yeah, can't. It's fucking, let's, no. let's get back to hockey. We just had to do that. I'm sorry. You know what? We had to do that on this pod. That's be, no, that's because the people needed to know. Exactly. And we won't lie to you guys ever. Mm-mm. We only tell the truth and you needed to hear how bad it is. Yes. And that's, that's how honestly bad it is. But hey, you know what? Let's move into something new. I love it. I love this when new when old NHL players get back into hockey. And you know what? It was someone that we always loved. It was an underdog. It was the guy who worked hard. It was a guy who won a Stanley Cup. And he was just always around. And he was around because he worked hard. And he also got a lot of points. Marty St. Louis is back in hockey, baby. He is the head coach of the Habs who have been struggling. Went to the Stanley Cup final. Now they're Worst team in the league because for some reason, you know what? They're lo- they miss Shea Weber. They're missing Carey Price. I get that. Yeah, but Marty's back. Marty's, Marty's back, and he's, he's gonna he's gonna bring that team out. Hey, you know what? They might get a first overall pick this year, and they might get Shane Wright. Good for them because they got Marty, and Marty's gonna bring him back. I think that guy is great for Montreal. Well, I mean he, he he's one of the most respected players of his time ever. He's one of the most respected players ever. He's one of those quintessential guys from like what we just mentioned, that golden era that we grew up in. He's a guy that um, no one's ever said a bad thing about him. You know, he's just, he loves hockey. He lives hockey. Oh, It's one of the best to do it. One of the best, like you said, underdog stories, a guy that never should have made it did reached impossibly high heights. You know, it was, and yeah, I think he's a guy that I think he could really turn that culture around in, in Montreal and not necessarily even turn it around. Like they have, I think just reconstruct, like not reconstruct, yeah. like just like put some pieces Re- in there. Yeah. Like recalibrate kind of just, just, you know, let's, let's focus up here. Okay. Yeah. We got some talent here. You know, we got Cole Caulfield, we got Nick Suzuki. Um, they got a, of course, I guess pretty big news here. They shipped out Tyler to Foley. Oh they yeah. They yep. did get a haul for him. A um, couple f- first. Yeah, I, I can't. They, I don't even know right now. It was just. But they did yesterday, get, wasn't it? They got a yeah, couple first. They got a couple. They got a substantial package for him. Like they got yes. quite a bit of things. Um, so hey, you know, like I, 
well, I'm excited to see what Marty can do because I think he'll do better than. Um, I mean, I understand that Desharm took him to the Cup final, like you said, but um, not that that was a fluke. Well, actually, that's exactly was, what I'm saying. It, a team got hot. A team got hot, and they do every year. But that team just happened to get hot. But I don't think that was reflective of how good they are. Mm-hmm. I think Marty can bring out the best in them. Exactly. And so we go back to that Tyler Toffoli trade. So yeah, Montreal sends Tyler Toffoli to Calgary for uh, Tyler Pickle. Uh, Pitlick, sorry. Um, so Tyler so disrespectful. Yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> sorry, Tyler. Sorry. Sorry, Tyler. So uh, actually, Tyler is now playing with his with his two other brothers who actually play in Montreal. Yeah. I think they play Montreal system, maybe. But they also, they, yeah. But anyways, yeah, they I mean, fucking suck. <laughs> sorry, Tyler. <laughs> sorry, Tyler. Hey, if the Pitlick family's listening to this, we love you. We love you. And so then Stephen they got Jones. <laughs> They got uh, Emil Heinemann, who was, uh, I think he was like a second round draft pick in Florida, maybe a third one. He got traded to Calgary and he was traded to Montreal. See how that turns out. And then they got a first round pick in the 2022 draft and a fifth round in the 2023 draft. I do believe the first round is top 10 protected. I highly doubt Flames are going to have a top 10 pick this year because they're one of the better teams this year. So, yeah. so good, good haul. You know, they got some, I got a prospect, two prospects, and then they got their draft picks that they need. So we'll see how sure. that turns out. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm just I'm excited to see what Marty St. Louis can do there. And and I mean, you know, just it's it seems like it it just fits. And he, yeah. like I said, you always love seeing guys come back to hockey and yeah. almost almost giving back. Like, not that they have anything to give back, they've given everything, but exactly almost like passing it along or something like that, mm-hmm. paying it forward, kind of. It's just nice to see those those guys come back. Cause I, I do believe, I honestly do believe when you have uh, players who played high level hockey, come and coach, doesn't matter if you played in the NHL or not, it kind of bring that culture of like, Oh yes. Yeah, so like if we kind of just leave them alone a little bit and let them do their thing, you almost get a little bit more relaxed room of, and players trying different things and seeing what works. So I hope that helps Montreal going forward in what they're doing. So obviously congrats to Marty get those Montreal Canadiens back in because, hey, we need those Canadians. We need Canadian teams to be better. And I feel like that's going on the right track lately. Um, but anyways, uh, I guess we could stay on the coach topic. So, yeah, Dave Tippett out of Edmonton. Um, I, th- I do believe we all kind of knew it was ha- happening. Uh, Edmonton's been on not doing very good. And you know what? It, it almost seems like it's not really a coaching problem anymore. Uh, I don't think it's been a coaching problem for a while. It's got to be the atmosphere in the room. It's got to be something going on in that room. I, that's my huge prediction is someone's a cancer or someone's not being good in that room because that is way too good of a, of a roster to be not in a playoff spot currently. Dude, I, I'm sad. I'm not even sad. I'm <laughs> How many fucking times have we been here? Yeah. How many times have we been in this spot where we're saying, well, maybe it's not, is it the coach or what's going on? Connor McDavid, hey, request the trade, demand a trade. Exactly. Leon Dreisaitl, you're next. Yeah. Like, you guys deserve so much better. You are two of the brightest and best young talents. No, talents yeah. the league has seen. McDavid ever dry of the last 20 years. Yeah. You are so incredible and so fun to watch. And y- <laughs> it's like if Crosby and Ovechkin played on the same fucking team, that's what it is. It's if Crosby and Ovechkin played on the same team and finished sub 500 every year. That's what it is. It yeah. doesn't make sense. You literally have a generationally talented playmaker. Okay. Behind him, you have a 6'3", 230-pound absolute power forward that just scores. Scores all time. That's it. That's that's what you have. You have Crosby and Ovechkin, and you finish sub-500 every year. And like I've been saying, I've been on this train. I think it's, I think it's time. I do. Hey, yes, he's incredible. He is maybe the best hockey player we've ever seen. When it's all said and done, he might be the greatest player of all time. Uh, 
he's already probably top 10 and it has not mattered you have wasted and ruined him not ruined him you've wasted so much of his career seven years seven years it's time you pull the trigger you know what? There was a time when the Anaheim Ducks were shit and they had the best goalie in the league named John Gibson. You send Drysidle to Anaheim for Gibson, you're making the fucking playoffs every fucking year. And you know what? It's been a goalie problem. Cam Talbot had like, I think it was like a one bad season for them. They, he took him to the playoffs and then he has one bad season and you trade him away because he's crap. Well, now you got Miku Koskinen, and he had 25 good games in one year. You guys didn't even make it to playoffs that year. He had 25 good games in one year, and he's signing $4.5 million for the next three years. What is that saying, man? Like, honestly. But, hey, you know what? We talk about Edmonton all the time, and they, everyone knows how shit they are. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows our opinion on them because it's never going to change. Exactly. And prove us, prove us wrong. I want to eat my words. Exactly. I want to see Connor McDavid hoist the Stanley Cup I, in every year. Lifetime. Yes. Yeah. But hey, uh, I guess we could say congratulations to uh, what's his name? Oh boy. There we go. No, that's how we're starting off. That's how we're starting off. We're saying congratulations oh. to a guy that we don't even have the respect for to know his name. Jay Woodcroft. And like you said, he, yeah. he worked his way from video room yes. assistant to NH, uh, head coach. Congratulations. He was in, yeah, AHL coach for a couple of years. So hope, hope that you can bring hope back to this. Yeah. I I'll believe it when I see it. I, I am already looking for, I'm scouring to see who their next coach is going to be because I this, mean, guy's, they might... this guy's got what, two years. Not even man. This guy has a week. Yeah, this guy, yeah. they're giving him a week. They say if you don't go undefeated, it says uh, the contract I'm signing says says a week. You guys yep. mean it one year or no, 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 a week, like a week, like I, like I, as in seven days from the time you put <laughs> ink on the paper. What? How am I supposed to? We've already hired your replacement. <laughs> so can you it's sign this? right outside the door? Yeah. I mean, what what did we look up? It was. 10 coaches in 13 years. Oh, that's bad. Nobody wants to coach there. Like you're literally getting a coach every 16 months. That's not even one. one, That's not even a year and a half, man. That's not even a year and a half. No, no. So Jay Woodcroft, it's on you. It's no, it's, it's on to you now. It's not on you because I, I don't think it's been a coaching thing. I just, at this point, it's like they're. What do you say? What do you want to say? The Detroit Lions say? are just shitty, and no one expects them to be good. This is like. This is like if you had Tom Brady. This is like the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Every well, they're kind of like the Leafs, though. It's the no. same thing where it's like you expect they. There's so much talent, and every year it's like, how did you didn't like, even make the playoffs? Yeah, you didn't even like. You, you you actually like they, I know they made playoffs last year. I get that they got rolled. Oh, oh right, right, right. They made playoffs last year, so they probably they probably at least won a series. They didn't even win a game. Oh, was, oh, like they lost four to one to Winnipeg. No, they. Oh, yeah. So you you take those two best players that they had, and they did win a fucking game. Actually, yep, they yep swept swept. By the Winnipeg Jets. Because we came on this podcast last year and said, if you shut down one player on their team, guess what? You're winning. And Winnipeg said, oh, what if we shut down one player on our team? Winnipeg, listen. Hey, Winnipeg, we will tell you how to win the cup, okay? We will tell you how to beat Edmonton. (laughs) Yes. It's, 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 I understand, you know, oh, just shut down Connor McDavid. I understand it's easier said than done. I understand that. Hit him. Hit him relentlessly. Yeah. If you're able to do that, if you put Mark Shifley on him every single <clears> game, and Mark Shifley, every time he gets the puck, kind of just nudges him or hits him into the boards or kind of angles him off. Or, you know, keeps keeps the butt end of his stick a little bit out. Exactly. You know, like just, just little things. Make Connor McDavid not want to play. Exactly. Make him upset. Get him, you know, 
And hey, Mark Shifley, if you have to pull one of those hits that you did last year in the playoffs, maybe you pull one of those hits last year. You know, hey, just, what happens? I've got accidentally, of course. Do what you got to do. But Jay Woodcroft, I'm, I'm sorry that you lost your job. Yeah, we're, 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 we're prematurely sorry. But yeah. congratulations, but we're sorry. <laughs> good luck with that. Good luck, sorry, but good luck. So moving away from coaches, um, another big news coming out of the NHL happening tomorrow, actually, in which, I mean, Colorado plays Vegas tomorrow, and a certain someone's making their debut for the Vegas Golden Knights. I don't know if you heard or not. Jack Eichel. This is the first time we've seen him since last year. It's been over a year, though, I think, yeah, because he played. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> what are your... <clears throat> So he's coming back, obviously, from, I believe it was neck. Was it yeah. neck? Yep. So he's he had some surgeries. And, of course, we covered the Buffalo Dilemma. And, you know, <clears throat> apologies. I was just Jesus. getting choked up from Jay right. Woodcroft. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was crying about him on tissue? air. But, yeah, maybe. Um, <clears throat> Jack Eichel, again, mega talent. Absolute superstar stud. You know, he was the guy where, okay, you didn't get McDavid. Damn. Guess what? There's another generational talent right behind him. Right there. Um, Buffalo got him, did fucking dick with it. And he said, you know what? I actually want to win games and yeah. play hockey. Surprisingly, Buffalo I want to play, play meaningful hockey. Um, and he actually meant it. So he went out of Buffalo instead mm-hmm. of going to Buffalo to play meaningful hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at a certain someone. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> That's I'm excited. I'm excited. Colorado, the best team in the league right now. Yep. Probably like, and I mean, Vegas, good team. Yeah. They're, they're Vegas. They're Vegas. And Jack Eichel being added to that lineup. So here's my thoughts. Ready for this? I'm so ready. Fuck you, Vegas. I know what you fucking slimy motherfuckers are doing. Fuck you. Do you know what they did? What they, they do? Call, they call a Jack Eichel. They're like, hey, Jack, you played Wednesday? He's like, fuck yeah, I'm playing. And then you know what they do? What oh, they do? magically, Mark Stone gets put on the LTIR. Magically, Vegas is under the cap. Magically, they have no timeline for Mark Stone to be back playing. You know what these injuries happen. How far are we from playoffs? What do you say? Sixteen weeks? Was that a, was that the uh, Reese's post? Eleven weeks. Eleven weeks. Whatever it is, go fuck yourself, Vegas. I know what you're fucking doing. Everyone knows what you're doing. This ain't sneaky. This ain't sneaky. You're waiting for playoffs, and then Mark Stone's gonna be magically fucking reappear out of uh, fucking thin air. He's injuries he's be, yeah, he's exactly. Injuries yep. Then. He's been skating with the red jersey on, but now well, he's good. Yeah, his injury's okay now. Um. You know what the thing is, is, you know, what do you say, Carve? What do you say? There's nothing you can fucking say. I know what the everyone... whole world watched last year, two years ago, last year, um, what Tampa was doing and they found the loopholes and worked them and out what well, that caused outrage and everything. And we on this show, God, we're, we're a couple of little prophets here, but we came on the show and we said, any of the other 30, I, at the time it would have been 31, 30, but 31 teams 30 would teams, have yeah. would have done the exact same thing if they would have found it. And guess what? The NHL didn't do anything to prevent it. They didn't do anything to seal the loophole. And the Vegas Golden Knights said, hang on a second. Can we do the same thing? And it looks like they're going to. They're going to. You know what? They're going to go in the playoffs now. They're going to have Evgeny Dadnov because they don't need to trade him anymore because they're under the fucking salary cap. And they're going to have Jack Eichel, Mark Stone, Pacioretty, Alex Petriangelo, Robin Leonard, and Ned. What do you want? They're going to have. What do you want? They're going to. They're, they're top two lines plus Evgeny Dadnov, who's going to be moved down to the third line. Those guys, those seven players by themselves on the forwards are going to be over the cap. They're going to be a $200 million cap. Let them. 
No, honestly, it, it it would almost be the best thing for the league if you just had a Vegas Tampa Stanley Cup final. No, it would not. Yes, it. No, well, I have to be, but I'm. If you want to, if you really want to, just have your stars, man. Like that's that's the reason that the NHL didn't seal this loophole up. You know, like get it. Let's. It, <laughs> It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's it's bullshit. I get it. Like it's it's frustrating and stuff like that. If the if the Colorado Avalanche are doing this exact same <laughs> fucking thing, though, guess what? Oh, I don't it's care. Just, it's, it's just perfect. smart. It's smart. Chess, it's not checkers. Hey, you know what? But, it, Claude Drew could be a member of the Colorado Avalanche. Hey, up here. Exactly. Yeah. He has an eight point two five million dollar contract. All of yeah. a sudden, Lattice Gog's not feeling too uh, well. LTIR hit, yeah, hit, hit, hit the bench for a while, buddy. Um. <laughs> That's the thing. And I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, it's, it's right. Or it's, it's, I get it though. And I mean, you know, you almost, I understand how controversial this is going to be. And this might be controversial with you too, but a huge, a lot of people that don't watch or don't follow the NBA, their biggest complaint or one of them is super teams you know well you just have three guys they win it all yeah and they still get a fuck ton of viewers do you want to know why because those are stars yeah those are bankable stars mm-hmm. oh well lebron just gets Kyrie and and whoever and then they win yep because lebron is the single best player of our time and yep. Kyrie's one of the most talked about stars of our time yeah and on a on a on in a game where there are five people on the ice, okay? I guess on the court. Um, having two of them be megastars, that's 40% yep. of, of your team, of a roster that's 12. Okay, so let's go to hockey. Okay, one guy you can't see in net, right? And that's that's part of it too, is like you can't see yeah. hockey players as easily as, you know, it's you can't recognize them. It's the visual numbers, factor. It's a visual factor, right? You know, everyone knows what LeBron James looks like. Exactly. You could hold up picture of Connor McDavid and well, three granted, out of ten people. Granted, Connor McDavid still looks like he's 14 years old. Connor <laughs> so, McDavid does look like a <laughs> adolescent sophomore. Child. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it sucks, but I mean, you almost want a few super teams in the league so that it's it's stars and it's it's winning and it's to have a winning star driven team in Las Vegas now that sports gambling is legal. I mean, I mean yeah, you're right. Like, that, it's so almost, that, it almost it almost feeds into Alex's conspiracy corner here. <laughs> anyway. So then here's the problem then. So you have these super teams, right? Yeah. And I, I love I love that idea of a super team because you bring in viewership. I like that. So let's say Vegas does do what they're doing and they're doing it. They're good. They're going to do it. Like Mark Stone's yes. going to go play golf yes. in the next 11 weeks and work yeah, out and do whatever he wants his, to skate. His injury is a sprained pinky. Like yeah, it's he's got yeah. a broken nail, but anyway, yeah. you do that, right? So now mm-hmm. let's say the Vegas golden Knights make it. All right. Okay. Now what's a bottom feeder team in the Eastern conference. Let me see here. A bottom feeder team would be okay. Detroit makes it. They're not in playoff spot right now, but what if they do make it? Now, what's Detroit right now known for? They're known for their gritty, hardworking, hit everything that walks, and put pucks in the corner. Okay, so you have this super team that makes the Stanley Cup final against this team that wants to kill you. It's hockey. This ain't basketball. And I know basketball is still a little oh, bit. Yeah, no. Still, you, but you know what I mean. Yep, absolutely. So you're going to have this super team trying to play against Detroit, and Detroit just wants to put you through the wall. What if Detroit wins the Stanley Cup? That super team is battered and beaten and probably kind of injured against the team that just beat them for the Stanley Cup. Now, that's going to create a little bit even more controversy because people are like, well, then technically you can't make a super team in NHL. Well, technically you can, but there's still that factor that you're going to – you've got a target on your back. you got a target. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing is that, like – it's weird, but like, it's, you almost need, like, you almost need, you need the villain, you know, like Tampa was the villain. Everyone hated them. The Patriots were the villain. Villain You hated them. The golden state warriors, they were the villain. You hated them. Like 
when people flex the rules and make loopholes and create these unfair advantages that are perfectly legal, perfectly fair, they just, other teams didn't think of it. All of a sudden you're, you know, kind of a, you're, scumbag yeah yes and and it's like you want to see the detroit that puts them on their ass like that's true that's very true yeah you you know you want to say like i i hate that they did that i want to see detroit knock their teeth out i want to see arizona win the stanley cup like i I want to see arizona in a five thousand stadium uh, or 5,000 capacity stadium. I want to see them uh, not be able to fill it in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, exactly. We all Could want to you see imagine that. if they made the cup final? <laughs> That's the problem. Will the NHL allow them to play playoffs? Or are they already guaranteeing Arizona will not make the playoffs for the next three to four years? <laughs> Even if Arizona finishes like with a legit like top three in the Western Conference record. Yeah, like, 112 sorry, point. You can't. <laughs> you. Sorry. You, when you guys signed the contract to move into the ASU rink, it in fine print, it said, even if we make the playoffs, we actually didn't make the playoffs. They actually take out the ice uh, at the end of April. So you yeah. don't really so have you guys can't. Play. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Since you guys never, yeah, since you guys never really made it past April, we just said it was okay to get rid of the ice in April. Yeah. We just said, oh, these fuckers will never, will never be playing in April. Yeah. So we oh. let him take it. Sorry, guys. Well, anyways. Oh, that was a good conversation. That was. That was really good. It was really informative. I love it. I lo- okay. That was a good conversation. <laughs> Chase follows it up by immediately having an aneurysm on the air. Bingo. That's why you we're listen back, to this. baby. Yeah, we're exactly. back. The NHL pod is back. And we're never leaving except for an emergency ER trip when Hicks starts <laughs> bleeding out of his ears. But good thing you're a hundred miles away. So you, you betcha. You will be the only one and not be able to do anything because yep. you don't know my address either. So <laughs> I will just be uh, I'll be I'll be yeah. knocking talks. <laughs> Hicks, no, next one. Hicks, no, next one. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I, I, I do believe we're about to wrap it up here. We've been here talking yeah. about an yeah. hour. But anyways, I do want to bring up one more piece of information. Yes. I asked you this at the Super Bowl. I got a lackluster answer from you just because it was Super Bowl. I get it. You know what I'm going to ask you. You know what I'm going to say. You know it. And I can't wait to ask you because it's someone who everyone hates. Everyone does dislike. Because he's an absolute piece of shit. Hold the fuck on. I'm fucking talking. You wait your fucking turn. Sorry, maybe it's Shut the fuck up. Shut up. All right. I had this in my notes as end of show question for Carve. I actually might have another question for you. But anyways. Okay. End of question show for Carve. End of show question, you fuck up. What I say? End of end sh- of. You said end of question. Or you said end of show question. No, you said end of question show. Oh, end of show question yeah. for carve. Yes. <laughs> I can't even say. It. I'm just gonna say. Say I'm it. Gonna, I'm just say, say it. Say it. Say it. I am. I am. I am. Say it then. Audrey for MVP. No. Why? Tell me why. You got to give me legitimately, you got to give me three good reasons why. Legit. Okay. Well, when you, to be fair, also on a quick side note, I'm just going to interject here. Tyler Toffoli has scored his first goal in a Calgary Flames uniform in his first game off of one foot, apparently. Um, So, trade worth it so far. Yeah. Um, Uh, Flames win. Nazem Kadri for MVP. Well, to be a hundred percent fair, when you asked me this question at Super Bowl, we which we watched it together. Yeah. Um, the question was, is he an all-star? Which, yes, he should have been. He was, but he should have been a first. He he shouldn't have been last man in. Yes, exactly. For MVP, however, no. And my argument or my opinion on that is just that you guys have such a good roster that the way I look at an MVP, he's not the most valuable player to his team as, and I understand like, cause what is, he's got 62, something like that. I think. Yeah. He's got 62 and 40. Randon's got 
55? 57 or something. Something like that. So I understand saying that (laughs) my answer is almost always going to be the same every single year. I think Connor McDavid should be the MVP of the league. Um, I understand Leon Dreisaitl is number one in scoring and Connor McDavid's number two, but you, Connor McDavid is the most valuable player to his team in the NHL. You could argue in sports right now. Outside of like, I don't even know. You know, Mahomes. Uh, there's, there's Connor McDavid. I mean, he's, he's the team. He dry cycles fantastic, but you take Connor McDavid off the team, they they have nothing. I get that. But Kadri Kadri is having a hell of a season. Thank shouldn't you. have shouldn't have been last man in. Not the MVP, in my opinion, but hell of a year. And, yeah, just because I think he's an absolute scumbag, I will admit he's having an awesome season. So Thank you. We probably won't get him back next year in Colorado just because this is his fucking – this is his contract year, and, of course, he's having the fucking year of his life. So he's year, gonna best want year fucking, of his career. Yeah, you're going to have – he's going to want $13.5 million next year. Yeah. So Yeah, and you're going to give it to him. Nope, we're not. We can't. Yep. So no, you're gonna give it to him, and you're gonna say, "Sorry, McKinnon, we have to ship you out." And yeah, McKinnon, hey, Rantanen, can't. Do- hey, Kale McCarr, gotta get out of here. We got Kadri. Yeah, we got Kadri, man. Here to. Yeah. Anyways, so that was my question, and I, you know what, I loved it. You answered it with professionality. I guess that's not a professionalism. Word professionalism thank there you you go. know me with words that's why i'm hey. not a professional broadcaster that's why maybe that's hey, why Ari- we're, that's arizona why we had- we're cheap arizona hey his price just went up but also down at the same exactly time. you know what we hear arizona needs a tv uh contract dude should we do the color commentary exclusively for arizona you know what we should just put on their game and we should just we should just yep. do commentary yep because honestly that's no more professional than their venue. And you know what? You the could boot, argue it's it's more so because we're we're we're, you know, we're, an, we're an established name. Exactly. Not established, but and you're looking for a TV contract, the booth could get a couple cameras. We can get a couple cameras. We got Richie Sconge on the on the crew. We could we could do this thing. Arizona, Gary Bettman, give us Scotch. I don't want to talk to Gary. Yeah, don't NHL, Gary actually Gary. We're just gonna do it. We're just gonna do we're it. Just we're just doing gonna, it. Yeah, we just yeah, yeah, we just, yeah. Sorry, you you, you didn't get a choice. You didn't get yeah. a choice. We're just gonna show up with some cameras and some equipment, and we're just gonna go. Anyway, say hi. We're here. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're the new we're TV contract. We're, we're just gonna show up with a ladder. Yeah, yeah. Why do you guys have a ladder yeah. and a bunch of equipment? <laughs> Don't fucking worry. They, they must be professionals. Yeah, they got a ladder. Is that the new TV contract, guys? Yeah. <laughs> In suits, but we're holding ladders. Yep. Love it, but I mean, I didn't get through my entire list. But hey, we 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 got off on some tangents, but I think we had some good conversations, and this was a good, this was a good dip your toes back in the water, getting back into our NHL pod. Yeah, and we're coming back at you every week, and come playoff time, it's going to be crazy. Can't miss Won't watching miss. and or listening. Um, but yeah, with that, wait, oh. Two for three on my bets last night. If you guys follow me, follow us at the booth EC on Instagram and Twitter, and you will find Hicks's picks. Um, he is going to be making his NHL predictions. Not every day, because you know, yep, every not now every day. And then. Not every, every now day. and then. Yep, maybe maybe once a week. We'll, we'll when there's a good up. line. When there's a good line. We'll iron out the details, but keep an eye out for that because. Hey, he's sixty six percent right now. Do you exactly. want to hit? Do you want to hit on two out of every three bets that you make? If so, and check good bets. us out. They're good bets too. They're they're intriguing. I saw that. Um, yeah, but of course, like we've plugged a couple times, go follow us at the booth EC on Instagram and Twitter. You can find our social media handles there. Um, go follow us, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. It fucking really does help. Um, yeah, and this is the return to the NHL pod, man. I'm pumped to get talking hockey again with you. Yeah, you know we started this thing about a year ago now. Yeah, and and, and we're here, we're back. 
we're talking hockey. We love and it. And we love it. And Hicks, I mean, this is also just to transition to those shows. This is the off season. We're getting Hicks into NFL, NFL boy. I'm going to start moving into it. I'm going to start moving gonna, into it. Cause like we said, Hicks is our absolute hockey God. He's our aficionado. He's our correspondent. He's our hockey representative first and foremost on our crew, but we're going to try and we're going to try and take him under the wing a little bit and say, Hey, you know, let's get you on the NFL pod. Maybe, maybe, you know, your ass from a hole in the ground, you know, exactly. like, it's, yep. and Hey, nothing wrong with learning stuff, but nope. um, yeah, with that, uh, go buy the merch as always, unless you're a piece of shit. And if yep. so, still buy the merch. Exactly. Um, we don't care. Don't care if you're a piece of shit or not, but buy it. And uh, until next time, this is the booth. And we'll talk to you later. See you later, ladies and gentlemen. And he fucks it up. He fucks How up. How did I fuck outro. it up? I didn't fuck he it said, up. See you later. It's okay. Oh, no, shit. keep it. We're keeping see it. You, see you later. Nope. No, 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 no. Whatever. See Fine. It. You're see, right. See you later. See you later. That's going to be my catchphrase forever now. There we go. Peace.